It is Sunday, January 15th, 2012. This is U62 The Targ. Let's get it started in here. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're talking about forgotten fads, the Columbia ice fields, and brand new DVDs. It's episode 5.08, pound, pound, pound it out. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Targ, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. Ah... <sighs> I don't know, guys. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about on this week's show. Uh, let's see. What can we talk about on this week's show? I did put out the text to some friends here about uh, what we could talk about here. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Scrolling, scrolling through my text. Let's see here. Do, do, do. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I came in the middle of the night. There we are. Uh, da, da. Do one about your all-time favorite or most hated or most memorable sitcoms. Do one about your favorite or most memorable sitcom themes. Do one about cartoon themes. Talk about winter, your thoughts, feelings, memories, pet peeves, favorite, most hated aspects. Talk about your fo- favorite post-credit surprises in movies. So, in short, just do what I do all the time. Uh, well, you know, here's something I've been sitting on for a while. Did you know that Babyland General Hospital is an actual thing? For those who don't remember, uh, the classic toy Cabbage Patch Kids, the whole gimmick was uh, you didn't just buy the doll, you adopted it. When you get the doll out of the package, you had to send away the little form, and then uh, six to eight weeks later, you get the actual birth certificate for your Cabbage Patch Kid in the mail. And uh, all the Cabbage Patch Kids came from this place called Babyland General Hospital. Screwing around one day, looking up classic toys of the 80s, I discovered that Babyland General Hospital is an actual place. It's down there in Cleveland. You can go there and actually watch Cabbage Patch Kids being born. Yes, I know. It was all set up in the mid-80s as part of the uh, entire Cabbage Patch Kids fad. And you know what? It's still in existence. You can still go there and watch Cabbage Patch Kids being born. Apparently, Cabbage Patch Kids fandom is still strong enough that it's still a viable tourist attraction some 25 years after the whole fad originally broke forth. How crazy is that? You know, I think there's a great movie in there somewhere. You know, someone who's forced to relive a dying fad over and over and over again. You know, much like those historical recreation parks, you know, like Fort Edmonton Park, only a lot more sadder. So yeah, Babyland General Hospital, it exists. The world, she is an insane place. Ah, but yeah, while I figure out what more to talk about, here's Selena Gomez on the TARD. Good. 
you can't be in movies Listen to me, listen to me Who says you don't pass the test? Who says you can't be the best? Who said, who said? Would you tell me who said that? Gomez, who says here on U62 The Targ, good afternoon. Mark Cap is still here with you. I love the inherent irony in songs like that, you know? Basically, what she's saying in that song is in order to be successful, you don't have to be pretty or talented like me. You can just be yourself. You don't have to be anything like me, you know? Just when these Photoshop beauties and all that go on and on about just be yourself, it's just like, but you're not yourself. You sold out somewhere along the way in order to get where you are. I just find it strange. Ah, uh, you know what else I've... Ah, blah. Where am I going with this? This is where I'm going. I'm going to Jasper. I love Jasper National Park. Been going there for my summer vacations ever since I was a kid. Seriously, my parents have the family photos. When I was six weeks old, they took me out to Jasper National Park for my very first vacation. And, you know, there's a lot of kerfuffle going on right now with the Columbia Ice Fields. I wanted to sit down and write a blog entry about this this past week, but I was just too tired to. Columbia Ice Fields, uh, Brewster Bus Lines, the people who, you know, have the contract with uh, the National Parks to do the whole Columbia Ice Fields tours and everything, they're looking to do this new development. Uh, way up high on a mountain ledge in the Columbia Ice Fields, they want to build this great big gigantic balcony that extends out over the canyon so you can look up and down the canyon and straight down too. Uh, have you seen the pictures online of that uh, fancy balcony that they built in the Grand Canyon that you can walk out on? It's all plexiglass and you can look down. Pretty much the exact same thing. They want to build it next to the Columbia Ice Fields there in the Sunwapta Valley. You could either then walk the one kilometer up to the uh, balcony and look out, or you can spend $15 for a shuttle bus to drive you up there. Naturally, of course, people have a problem with this. You know, any kind of development in the national parks, people have a problem with that. You know, it's just, uh, and especially Columbia Ice Fields, you know. Well, I've been going to Jasper National Park ever since I was six weeks old. The Columbia Ice Fields is one corner of the parks that I never went to that often. You know, even mid-70s when I was born, my parents were already dismissing the Columbia Ice Fields as being too commercial. We don't want to see that too commercial, too commercial, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't get down there that much. But still, you know, just I remember when they opened uh, their new visitor center at the Columbia Ice Fields 15 years ago. I went down and I checked it out and I was instantly turned off. You know, I was looking around. They had these monitors on every wall saying when the next uh, tours of the ice fields went. I looked up at those monitors with all the bustling crowds and asked myself, where have I seen those before? Oh, yes, at an airport. This isn't a visitor information center. This is an airport terminal. So, you know, I'm not surprised that it's happening at the Columbia Ice Fields. 
I applaud those who are trying to fight it and stop it because it is stupid and tacky for our national parks. But you know what? It's the Columbia Icefields, which has always been one of the most commercially developed tourist trappy parts of the of the uh, of Jasper National Park. We can fight it all we want, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Ah. Uh, I'm just kind of babbling here. Hopefully I can find the time to sit down and blog about this because I have more to say and I'm still having trouble organizing my thoughts. You're listening to Mark Kappas. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, The Targ. You'll never know how much I really love you. You'll never know how much I really The Beatles, do you want to know a secret here on U62 The Targ? Good afternoon, Mark Cap is here with you. I am getting ready to go home now, put my feet up, and watch some DVDs. Haha. <laughs> yes, I spent uh, some of my Christmas money on some brand new Blu-rays that I'm looking forward to sitting down watching. I actually watched one last week, and that was Cars 2. Yes, I bought Cars 2 on Blu-ray. Yes, I skipped it in the theaters when it came out because it looked lame, but you know what? I own every other Pixar movie on DVD, so I knew I couldn't have a gap in my collection. So I sat down and I watched Cars 2 last week, and there's a complete review on my blog, and... Eh, Pixar finally phoned one in. That's all I can say. You know, just, you know, starting with, um, with uh, Ratatouille back in 2007, I cried at the end of that one. Wally cried at the end. Up cried at the end. Toy Story 3 cried at the end. Cars 2. Oh. Well, what are we going to watch now? Cars 2 was just lame. Pixar, I know why you made it because uh, the first movie turned into a merchandising machine. You had to freshen the product lines, but. <sighs> you let me down, Pixar. You let me down. And actually, uh, one of my other heroes came out with a brand new movie in 2011 that I haven't had a chance to see yet, and that's Kevin Smith. 
and his horror film Red State. I also bought that one on Blu-ray, so I'm getting ready to go home now, watch that up. Keep your eyes on my blog for a review in the days ahead. And actually, I'm sitting here now thinking about spending more Christmas money on more Blu-rays. Can you believe this? They've actually come out with a Criterion edition of Godzilla. For those who don't know, Criterion is the Cadillac of DVD special editions. They invented the whole concept of special editions way back in the mid-80s with laser discs. Even in the early days of DVD in the late 90s, they were still pumping out super elite special editions of big blockbusters and all that. But then, you know, as DVD caught on, um, more and more studios started doing their own special editions in-house. So Criterion, in about the past 10 years, they've done a subtle shift. Uh, what they focus on now are forgotten classics, forgotten indie films, and all kinds of cult classics as well. And they got their hands on the original 1954 Godzilla, both the original Japanese version and the American edit with scenes with Raymond Burr, completely di digitally remastered them, and have all kinds of new elite bonus features. Ah, I really want to get that one. But it's a Criterion Edition. As with all Cadillacs, as with all elite brand names like that, you gotta pay for the price. 50 bucks for it. Do I want it? Yes, I do. Do I have the money? No, I don't. Will I wind up buying it anyways? Probably. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, if you want to, you know, go to my website, click on those little buttons that say like my work, leave a tip and send me some money. I would appreciate that. I also succumbed to the spam and I got Google ads on my blog now too. So if you want to go click on a few ads, I would appreciate that as well. I got DVDs to pay for. And that'll about do it for this week's episode of The Targ. I'm Mark Kappas. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. That's all there is. There isn't any more.